Welcome to the Standing Desk Podcast. I'm Dan, joined by my good friend Ben. Ben, what was your favorite thing you had for lunch this week? Wow, man, you didn't, uh, I thought, wow. (laughs) That's so thoughtful of you. Now I see how hard these icebreakers are. Yeah, exactly, putting you on the spot a little bit. Favorite thing you had for lunch this week? Uh, um, dude, I have a turkey sandwich every day. I mean, so that's good. At least, <laughs> at least you're consistent. With it's only things. Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. I mean, yeah, okay, rolling seven days, but we'll roll with turkey sandwich. What do you, what do you have on your turkey sandwich? Just turkey. So you're telling me you slap a piece, maybe a few slices of turkey between two pieces of wheat bread? It's uh, you strike nut. Okay. These days. Okay. Usually multi-grain. Yeah, okay. Well, that's terrifying. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Standing Desk Podcast. We didn't where, agree on the segment, if you hate it. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I forgot that Ben was a serial killer. Um, what about you, man? Favorite thing I had for lunch this week? Uh, I actually, so I've been on a big salad kick recently for lunch. Oh. So I've been bringing salads every day. And I've had this one that's called the Sunflower Crunch Salad. Okay. It has sunflowers in it, if you can believe Well, not a whole sunflower. A sunflower seeds. <laughs> It'd be a lot harder to eat if it was just a stalk of a sunflower. Um, Beautiful. I, yeah. Just the presentation's just, on point. Yeah, gorgeous. You gotta, yeah, it's really hard to eat, though. Um, yeah, it's a, it has, like, sunflower seeds in it. And I don't know what this dressing is. It looks like lemon curd, but it doesn't taste like it at all. Okay. It's pretty good stuff. It's nice and cheap from uh, my good friends at Sprouts. Nice. Can't, can't go stuff. wrong with Sprouts. Can't go wrong. But you know what you can't go wrong with, Ben? <laughs> the morning commute. Transition God. <laughs> Really getting good at this podcast thing. So, <clears throat> one thing that I regularly think about, and Ben knows this all too well, is I hate traffic more than anything else. Yeah. And the reason I hate it so much is because it is an entirely human-created issue. I think the point at which traffic starts to emerge on roads, freeways, streets, is around eight cars. I think that's my philosophy. You have one car on the road, obviously there's not going to be traffic. You're just driving in a line. Let's imagine a three-lane street, for example, here. <laughs> Put two cars in a row, boom. Fill two lanes. Three cars, boom. Three lanes, no issues. Four is where we start to get a little tricky. There's going to be, out of a sample of at least eight people, there's going to be one person that thinks, I'm going to drive all the way in the far left lane. I'm going to go five under the speed limit. And then that causes everyone else to shift over. And then that causes everyone else to have panic issues. Mm -hmm. And that's how we get traffic every day. Because people don't know the laws of the road. And I'm very impatient. So I think that's a whole lot of reasons here. But I think there is no cure. I think there's no traditional <laughs> cure. There's no traditional cure <laughs> to traffic. Do you, like, do you encounter a lot of traffic on your commute to and, to and fro work? Uh, well, my commute has changed recently. But yes, in, the, in my old commute, every day. Every day. Do you see it as mostly preventable? Mm-hmm. Not with our freeway system. I think, okay, Ooh, so I think part okay, of the problem explain. is that. But I think also part of the problem is that, well, I don't want to explain the bottleneck that is our, the, the, in, the, the I-10-51. <laughs> I think even then, there should no be, should, there should not be such thing as traffic. Well, what about merging? Because you have to, like, let someone go through. So there's these... When it's an exit ramp, sure. and it's just, like, a merge lane? Sure. But I think the biggest thing here is that about four miles back, they start telling you, hey... These two lanes right here, that's where you got to be to get onto the freeway. But everyone's like, nope, I'm, I got to go far left lane. And then, oh my gosh, why did no one tell me the interchange is coming up? I got to code over three lanes, go into the gore zone, and then cut okay. three people off. No, on yeah, that's insane. I'm I'm more talking about when they get 
off the ramp and like you have two lanes like the far right lane sure and then the exit lane and they merge into one lane so then you have this chicken right who's going faster sure. who's going slower who's letting in whom See, that's where the solutions start to come into play. <laughs> okay, here we go. Transition. Um, so I think there's two solutions to traffic. One of them is the boring one, which is we all get cars that are on the grid. They communicate with each other. The cars coordinate little zipper merges on like the, the merging areas. This episode was sponsored by Tesla. <laughs> I uh, have no holdings in Tesla or any of their subsidiaries. Uh, for the record, SEC, I'm not doing any market manipulation. Um so that's that's solution number one. All the cars are on a grid together, and they all communicate, and then they plan it all out. There's no such thing as traffic. Our commute is way faster. We might be going a little slower traditionally, yep, but it's going to solve all of our problems. Option number two, the much more fun and exciting option that led me to bring up this topic today. So you know the car insurance tool that you kind of plug into your car, kind of gauges how fast you're going. It gives you a safe driver discount. I think it's progressive. Uh, yes. I think we take that to black mirror levels. All right. <laughs> I think we start giving, like, social credit to people mm. that, like, drive slow in the, the right lanes. Mm. Let people merge onto the freeway. Mm-hmm. We start giving out, like, mm-hmm. prizes to people that carpool. Let's, like, so, okay. What, yeah, then, like, let someone in yeah. when you're at a red light. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, letting people. Yep. I, I think we start, so, yep. and I think we start shaming people that don't. <laughs> do these things they get negative social credit okay i don't i think we should abolish the traditional credit score and i think we should replace it (laughs) with this black mirror safe driver discount that we got going on here you let someone merge boom all of a sudden you can afford to get a three percent down payment on a house okay i love it here's the problem what about and we'll, we'll get into this but what about public transportation what about people who don't who don't drive Sounds like you're too broke to afford a house, so you don't need a credit score. <laughs> no, you make a great point. Have fun in a dirty, loud city. Yeah. <laughs> you think... yuppie scum. <laughs> yuppie scum. Uh, I think at that point, if you're using public transport, you should get a consistent, solid social credit okay. for, for carpooling and using a, a more effective mode of transportation that's environmentally healthy. I like it. So instead of, you have maybe yep. a, a, higher, a higher ceiling of point getting if you're driving a car by yourself. Yep. But you have a good consistent line of credit going there mm. if if you got the car. It's it's similar to lending out money. Like if if I have the ability to repay all my loans, I'm going to have a better credit score, which I don't necessarily agree with. I think <laughs> the credit scores are a scam. Um, where was it going? Sounds like a guy with a low credit <laughs> score. <laughs> I, have a, I have a great credit score. All right, all right. Starts with a seven. <laughs> Somewhere between 500 and 800. I missed one payment once and it hurt me. All right, I missed one payment. Um. I don't know, even know where I was going with this. All I'm saying is that we should establish a social credit based on driving, and I think 67% of the problems in the world will be fixed. I like it. And, okay, what does this credit score affect? Everything? Or is it just, like, car buying? That could... Everything. <laughs> My whole day is affected... No, it's not. But we will save lives, mm-hmm. we will save the environment, and we will save time. Actually... This makes sense because uh, just how you have to be approved for a loan um, or, like, approved to buy a house, a home in a certain neighborhood. Yeah. Which is maybe questionable. (laughs) But we won't get into that. Uh, This would help with that because people could know if you're a safe driver, if you're going to be speeding through. Yep. uh, Or if, if you're safe, you're a courteous person. 
you look out for the safety of others. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a good tell-all. It, it's it's a great, it's a good way to regulate people. If grandma's yeah. two no-blinker turns away from getting her keys taken away, I think Sorry. we gotta start, like, taking her to driving school again. Like, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of options here. I think this is the only episode of Black Mirror I could subscribe to, maybe. That makes sense. I'm down. I'm so down. But, I mean, that's kind of my take on transportation. Ben, I know you had a bit of a an experience recently with public transport versus <laughs> sure. the more traditional model of going places. <laughs> yes. So I was in New York this past weekend. The city that never sleeps. Wait, New York or New York City? Were you like in Albany? Yeah, I was in upstate New York. Okay. And I had problems with the subway. Yep. Okay. So they, they just like not toast your bread right? Or? <laughs> yeah. No, I was in uh, I was in my hot... I don't know. I'm going to edit yeah, that out. Yeah, I hated that. Um, that didn't even make sense. But uh, I was Manhattan, in... Yep. <laughs> I was in New York, and uh, I've been talking to my girlfriend recently about how I don't want a car anymore. I hate having a car, hate having to deal with car problems, hate having to pay for insurance, car payment, gas. It's expensive. It seems like more of a con- more of an inconvenience than a convenience. But then I went to New York, and I rode the subway. And I like the idea of public transportation. It's better for the environment. In some ways, it's a lot more convenient. Uh, so I wanted to like make, go through all the, the pros and cons. I didn't make a list. Sure. Just gonna do them off rip. Spitball them, yeah. And jump in whenever, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pro. Of, wait, sorry. So are, are the pro sides for public transport? We'll do both. Okay. So we'll start with subway. Sure. No, we'll start with cars because you're talking about cars. Cars. Start with pros. Pros. Uh, you can hop in whenever. Yep. And go anywhere. Pretty much. Yep. Uh, it's air conditioned. Yep. Sometimes, <laughs> depending on your car, uh, you can blast your own music. Yep. But you can do that with subway. Yep. Anyway, um, you are probably not going to be stabbed in your own car. <laughs> probably, yeah. You don't have to deal with other people. Yeah, unless you want to. <laughs> unless you want to. Most of the time. Right. Those are the main pros that I see. I like. I agree with that. <clears throat> I'm also going to go with a pro of convenience of access so like like yes. like similar it's kind of similar to like you can kind of come and go as you please but also it's i don't have to walk 13 blocks yeah. to the subway as opposed to going down three flights of stairs in my apartment complex to my beautiful jetta where i can go spend all my money on gas well you don't need to walk down for the subway but for sure Hyper- cons yeah cons very expensive incredible like it, like it doesn't make sense to me to this day I, it's untenable <laughs> yeah truly uh, so that, um, yeah, general costs, big con, uh, having to deal with car problems related. Yeah. But uh, the, the inconvenience of having, of not having maintenance. a car when you normally are used to having a car. Even, well, yeah. And not only that, but you have to, you have to go through the process of fixing. It. Sure. Would you need a car to do? Not necessarily knowing where to go to take it to fix. Like you're not going to go yeah. to the dealership. They're just going to scam you. Yeah. But rob you blind. I mean, uh, Corner mechanic will probably screw you too. Yeah. So you can't win. Everyone's out to get you. So then it's more expensive again. Yep. <laughs> I just want more money. <laughs> um, okay. So those are the main cons. Yep. Subway. Pros. Way cheaper. Way cheaper. Infinitely. Um, you can. I mean, out in New York, at least, it seemed like we could get pretty much anywhere we wanted. We went all Absolutely. the way to like Queens City yeah. Field in like forty minutes. I 
I, yeah, I fully agree. I think because New York was designed with the subway system. Yeah. If you look at a more a less sophisticated yeah. system such as Phoenix, Arizona, <laughs> they just kind of picked a point in the middle of the rail. city and they said, Let's just go to Mesa. Sure. Just take it to Mesa. <laughs> see what happens. Um, and uh, pros, you can like, uh, whatever. You can read a book. Yep. You know? Um, it is it is effortless transport. Yes. Yeah. And uh, make meet some people if you want. Yep. Um, you can experience the culture that a place such mm-hmm. as New York has to offer. Exactly. There is not a lot of viral videos that happen inside <laughs> of a solo car. Yeah. I thought they were going to say a soul. Like a key is soul. That too. <laughs> well, besides the commercials. But for the hamsters, yeah, the but that's the discussion for another time. <laughs> uh, and you could go out, booze a little bit. Yep. Get back home without worrying about... No one ever got a DUI riding a train. Exactly. Except old man... Where are we going with this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, then, but cons, very dirty. Very dirty. I was like, I don't know why I hadn't realized, but it's like really dirty. No one has ever got hep C in their own car. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, there's something. <laughs> um, it, okay. It, there were multiple times within like 16 hours where it was delayed like 20 minutes. Which was kind of shocking. Is that to any me. different than traffic? I guess not. But it feels it's a more in your face. Well, it's not even in more in your face with it. Yeah, it just feels more inexplicable that something that yes is been do- they've been doing the same thing since you know nineteen thirty <laughs> since Babe Ruth yeah. was throwing baseballs. Yeah. So I don't. The the truth is I don't know which is better. Um, okay. But after this conversation, I'm, I'm starting to think Subway. <laughs> I'm still there are a lot of pros and not a lot of cons. I'm going to stick with cars for the same reason I stick with living in a house over an apartment. It's way too convenient. But the thing about living in a house is the maintenance. Well, not <laughs> and so expensive now. Those dang <laughs> HOAs won't let me grow my garden. <laughs> You have to live so far, so then you have to deal with more traffic. Whoa. <laughs> so then, like, where's the trade off? The butterfly effect. Whoa. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come right back. All right, this is the segment called Icebreaker, <clears throat> where we call someone in our address books and ask them a random icebreaker question. Uh, so, Dan. Today, we are going to call my uh, friend and coworker. Devin Jamal Oliver, and get his opinion on a few things. Hello? Hey, Devin, quick question for you. Uh Uh-huh. If you could hang out with one cartoon character, like, for a day, who would it be and why? It's an icebreaker. Yeah. I think it'd be Bob from Bob's Burgers. Oh. Why? Because he could make you burgers? I, no, I just, I, I think he's really funny. And I just, I love that he's a family man. I don't know. I love, his family seems really fun. So you want to hang out with just him, though, and not the rest of the family? Exactly. 
at the restaurant? Yeah, would you be at the restaurant or elsewhere? It would be at the restaurant. It would actually be at the restaurant. All right. Good talk. Thanks, Devin. Yep. All right, so he's he, he should never listen to the farm episode about <laughs> best and worst cartoons. Interesting. So he chose Bob of the whole family. I feel like he's kind of the static character of the family. Yeah, he's pretty normal. But see, maybe that's why Devin likes it. He just wants to hang out with just a just like a dude. Just a dude. Just a, dude. Just a little burger chef. Just a little burger chef. I mean, I feel like he's a little quirky and fun. Like the whole the whole family's quirky and fun. Of course, that's just hilarious. Okay, I the show did grow on me a little bit oh, when we were watching it. Okay, I don't episodes? know. If, yeah, in the five episodes we watched. So for those of you that don't know, we used to have another podcast called The Farm. You All of it. our listeners know about The Farm, dude. What are you talking <laughs> about? Um, well, for those of you that didn't listen to the first ever episode where we did actual research, um, we each listened. We each watched five episodes of like six or seven shows or something like that. Yeah, and one on, on the list was Bob's Burgers, and so we actually made informed decisions for once in our life. And Bob's Burgers was traditionally in, in the episode pretty low on the the hierarchy that we developed, but it was my worst, I think. No, no but it was bad. It was yeah, it was low on there. And I think maybe one of the like one of the reasons I do I did enjoy an inkling of it was because I like the voice actor of Bob. Yeah, who is it? It's the same guy that does Archer. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> They did a crossover mm-hmm. episode once. That's funny. It was pretty funny. That's my that's my story. Devin, thank you for tuning into Icebreaker. So as I mentioned, I was in New York this past week. What brought you to New York, Ben? Uh, Governor's Ball wow. Music Festival. Did you, oh, you didn't have to wear a tuxedo and dance uh, ballroom style. So that's what I thought Governor's Ball was, I think, my entire life. I don't know why. Probably because it sounds like that. (laughs) (laughs) What could have ever led you to think that? Uh, This is my first music festival. I was pretty excited. Um, And uh, I won't go into it. It was fun. Saw Dominic Fye, Kelly Golding, Post Malone. Wildly just casual flex right there. (laughs) No, no, it was cool. Roddy Britt. No. Uh, But uh, a couple moments stood out to me. Well, Uh, sorry, uh, I don't want to interrupt your train of thought here, but I do want to hear about a little bit of the lead up to a music festival as someone that has uh, almost gone to a music festival. Shout out Coachella for being canceled two years in a row. Um, so <laughs> the what, one year we plan on going is just a global pandemic. Yeah, just global pandemic. So what were your expectations going in to the music festival? Uh, I didn't know what to expect. Okay, so this, okay. My expectations were a little muted because this was in the parking lot of City Field. So not in City Field. <laughs> no. Okay. I thought it was when I bought the tickets. That's horribly mistaken. Okay. That's understandable. But it's okay. I still wasn't like the lush fields of Coachella. I wasn't in sure. like Millennium Park for Lala. But whatever. I was still excited. Dominic Fikes, one of my favorite artists. Was he your, the one, number one person you were excited to go yeah. see? Yeah. Okay. By far. Um, there wasn't... There weren't a ton of others that I was stoked to see, and that was kind of a bummer. But whatever, I was just excited to like go to the festival. And then, like, once everyone on the subway, it was the last stop on mm-hmm. the seven train. And once everyone got off and just swarmed out like a bunch of rats, dude, I was so amped. Were there actual rats? Included? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I see now. That's another con of the subway. <laughs> um. It was just like, and you could like hear music in the background. You see all these crazy stages and stuff. It was, it was energy. Just like the energy. Yeah. 
So that was really Is exciting. it as much of like a cultural event like to go to the Governor's Ball as it is to go to like... Because Coachella now, is, is almost more of an aesthetic than it is yeah. a music festival sometimes. Yeah. That's such a unique and interesting <laughs> take by me. Um, <laughs> but I feel like with the Governor's Ball, you don't necessarily people... You don't see people like wearing like assless no. chaps or anything like no, that. No, it's not that crazy. There are a lot of high schoolers. Which actually brings me to one of my uh, my first... <laughs> moments so we're, we, we, we were walking to post malone he was the sunday closer so the last show okay so um, is the closer typically the biggest show yeah okay i'm it's typically the biggest of each night or well it always is obviously sure i think they try to put the biggest one last keep everyone around for a while yeah Small but billy eilish was the first day and i feel like she was probably the biggest yeah apparently she was insanely good we missed that day but it's all good it was it was Billy ASAP Rocky. Ooh. But apparently he was really bad. Lord Pretty Flocko Jody? Yeah. Tell these blank blanks how you been? <laughs> I don't believe it. And then now Post Malone last day. Anyway, we're going to Post Malone. And uh <laughs> all of a sudden we like see these two dudes like looking like typical TikTok guys with like the like Shaven sides sure. of their heads and then Shaved the on the long... side, floppy on the yeah. top. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, super skinny. Like, tiny. Dude, I'm a thin guy myself. These guys were tiny. Uh, like, whatever. Black shirts, just like blue jeans. And then... And they were, like, like yelling or something. And then I, like, look over and listen a little more closely. <laughs> you guys were yelling at this other guy who looks... Who had just like kind of short hair, normal hair. So he didn't have shaved hair. No, he he didn't look like a TikTok guy. Okay, still like pretty thin, dude, and uh, <laughs> and like tall, just like a normal guy. And you were like, "Bro, you're so chubby, bro. You're so chubby, bro." And and this <laughs> the guy that they were calling chubby yeah. was not chubby, just only like a buck thirty soaking like, wet. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he was just like. Like looking at him, like he's gonna knock him out, dude. He was like, like walking up to him, like staring him down, but like not saying anything. And they were like, ha ha ha, and just like walking away, like so chubby. They said it like four or five times, and they were just like laughing, like walking away. <laughs> and this dude just like kept like following them, and I was like, <laughs> I didn't know whose side I was on. No, I was on the chubby guy's side. Oh, talking. so now you're calling him chubby? Yeah, he's chubby. <laughs> When I'm telling the story, I'm one of the tall, skinny Dude, guys. This guy like <laughs> was not. I, it was shocking. So uh, I don't like. How does that come to be? How does that happen? It's, so, it's. I think that's like a high school culture now to call people chubby. I, I don't know. I don't know about chubby. There had to have been like some context, but Dude, I just don't know what. It's <laughs> it's almost a kind thing that bullies now use chubby instead <laughs> yeah, of like fat. fat you <laughs> lard sack you walking land whale <laughs> like dude you're like kind of chubby not dude, gonna lie like you could maybe lose three or four pounds to be in good shape man. four years ago you'd be wearing a children's husky size in shorts all right dude <laughs> what are you 33 waist bro <laughs> what's your bmi like 27 and a half yeah 27 and a half oh my gosh that's embarrassing you're uh, right on the edge of being overweight but uh that's yeah. like we fit bullying right there 
That's like it gets. It's like you stepping on and it going. Whoa! Bro, you didn't hit your step goal last week, did you, bro? You didn't weigh that much last time you stepped on there. Let's hula hoop for thirty minutes. <laughs> Maybe there was trainers. I don't know. Well, that is straight personal experience. I just yeah. spoke from. <laughs> yeah, wait, that was a little too close. To okay. Um, all right. So that's, so. Experience, that's experience number one at the gut ball. Two. two. That was the main one. That was it. That was the whole experience. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> no, it was fun. There wasn't anything like crazy. It was just a bunch of high schoolers running around. Was there an, a musical mm-hmm. artist that you was unexpectedly bad? Um, or are you going to tell me that all these professional musicians are actually good at their job? <laughs> no, they were all good. Well, that's exactly kind of disappointing. <laughs> I wanted someone to Almost flop so Yeah, exactly. Hard. You kind of live for that. Do Carly Rae Jepsen performed? And was we it missed just... Call Me Maybe. But did you get to hear like... Uh, we heard it like on the speakers, but we weren't there. Did you hear that other one? I was like, I really, really, really... That one? Really, really like you. You want me? I want you. We were well, in line for a drink for I like... Well, too. we were in line for a drink. Then we got up to the, <laughs> the start of the line. And they said they only had Bud Light. We're like... <laughs> yeah, Post Malone's about to go on. We only have Bud yeah. Light. <laughs> it's a promo it's deal. It's a promo we're dealing with. Yeah. So we had to go to another line. And it was like 20 minutes... Gosh, Caitlin's butter about it. It's all good. Sometimes getting drinks is really kind of a difficult and yeah hard thing to do. It was like fourteen dollars for like, but they were they were pints. Huh. But I mean, speaking of which, going out to bars. Let's let's yeah. Let's mm-hmm. do another little segue. Um, we both so the way you know we usually bring up topics independently to each other and we kind of talk it out before we get a little run of show action going. We both brought up something about bars. Yeah. So I'm going to let you start and kind of give me your spiel and give me your piece. So this was actually my girlfriend's suggestion when when I was uh, brainstorming topics. And I agree. <clears throat> it feels like going out to bars yep. post-COVID is not as fun as it was pre-COVID. I don't know if this is because we're not in college anymore or what. But it just, it, it doesn't feel as fun. It feels like people are just kind of standing around. Even if you go to a club, no one's dancing. Everyone's just yeah. like standing around waiting for something to happen. Like, it's like, what? do you want me to call you chubby, bro? I'll call you chubby. <laughs> I'll call you chubby right now. <laughs> someone get on the mic and call someone chubby right now or I'm leaving. Um, so I don't, do, you, do you feel the same right now? I mean, a little bit, but I feel like. So this is so this is something my girlfriend brought up. Yeah, I also have a girlfriend. Um, is that be, it's because partially because of the new like so we're obviously not in Tucson, Arizona anymore. Yeah. So the experience that we're getting yeah. at restaurants and uh, drinking places is not going to be the same. Places close at ten now. Absurd. Yeah, it's weird. Honestly, good for my bedtime though. Um, <laughs> but it's like I'm not even. Yeah, like I, Old Town yeah. is the only place that is gets like buck wild like that. But it's still not even fun to go to Old Town. Like you, when we went out with Cam and Kian, like people were still just standing around. We we're the only no, because we're all 25 years old and we have work on Monday, and we know that if we drink too much, <laughs> it's going to hurt on Monday morning. Still, <gasps> yeah. How am I supposed to be an accountant when my brain doesn't work? I just I don't know if that's everywhere. Maybe I feel like it might be a Phoenix thing. But see, at the same time, I don't think it is because when they were out there, they were like, "Whoa!" Like, because because remember, I feel like they were saying when they were looking at Old Town, like, "This is kind of different. This is not u- the usual." Yeah. 
I think it's just an us problem. I think we are so desensitized mm. from living in Tucson and walking down the street mm. and seeing 13 bar fights from dudes coming out of hi-fi <laughs> that we just assumed that that was the normal. We went out to eat pizza one night and two guys got in a fight and knocked over oh, a piano. Right. That did happen. <laughs> Dang, that sucks, man. I think we're just desensitized. That's we, sad. We should have gone to BYU-Idaho <laughs> and then we'd come to, back to Arizona and be like, wow, this is like Disneyland <laughs> for adults. No offense to BYU-Idaho. <laughs> there are no rules here. Everyone is just going crazy. <laughs> no offense to BYU-Idaho. No. Uh, Maybe just a little bit. Okay, <laughs> and then you brought up something. So, Ben, you're familiar with Chive TV. Of course. For the the, un- the uninitiated, um, Chive TV is the B-level memes and videos you see on televisions at bars. There's a whole television channel dedicated, I think, solely for mid-tier bars where people are playing content of here is my three-year-old sledding down some snow. He kind of fell at the end. It was a little funny. It's like America's Funniest Home Videos, except... It's like America's Funniest Home Videos met the third page of Google when you search yep. funny. Yep. It's just kind of entertaining content. Yeah. But it's on at so many bars <laughs> and or like restaurants that front that, that are really bars. Yeah. Um, I want to f- get your opinion on... You, so you walk in somewhere, you've never been there before, you've mm. kind of heard it's kind of a fun place, you mm. see Chive TV on mm. the 33 televisions mm. that are in the back, and then there's one playing college lacrosse. Mm. What are your thoughts and feelings seeing Chive TV suspect, on the bar? Suspect, bro. Suspect. Suspect. And what makes you suspect about seeing that? Um, what is the general vibe, as the kids say, that you'll get from <laughs> seeing that? I don't want to walk into some place where I'm trying to have fun and I see America's Funniest Home Videos. But the worst version of it. But a worse, but there's no Tom Berger on I mean, to say some witty cracks in the middle. I think maybe part of the problem is that there isn't something better on. Do you think that has to do with bars just not being as entertaining? I feel like you... Maybe they want something for everyone. I think that it must be like it's a boring place that they need to liven Distract up. Distract people from the it? establishment. All right, let's think of everywhere we've ever seen Chive TV. Boondocks. Oh, yeah, they do. Boondocks is fun, though. What about Boondocks is fun, though? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's not fun. <laughs> it's a cool Maybe outdoor it's Chive TV. <laughs> Maybe it's the Chive TV that brings this place up. The Porch in Arcadia. Chive TV. Oh. That's what initiated this thought in my head. Oh, really? Yeah. I was sitting there. I was like, I caught myself looking at oh. a, a dog that what was time were you there? chasing a baby. Um, <laughs> 6, 5, 535? Yeah, it's a weird time. It's kind of an awkward time. That's like the worst time to play chat. You know there's something else on. There's got to be a baseball game. Literally anything and everything. Yeah. All right, baseball guy. <laughs> I'm a big baseball guy. Go Yankee. Like Chasing Mets, my wild Mets. card. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I think... I Here's what here's my here's my final disposition on uh, Chive TV being on at the bar. If I come in and I see that, I know exactly what I'm going to get. My floor for the place is like a four... Mm-hmm. But the ceiling's capped at six and a half. What you're, about Maloney's in Tucson? Capped at a six and a half. Yeah, yeah that's true. It, it is, is dark. All the pool tables are closed, and yeah. it's really hard to get a bartender. But the yeah. inside's kind of cool, so it's a six and a half. Yeah, Chive TV lowers your ceiling and raises your floor. That is my thought. I don't know if it does raise your ceiling. I will never have an eight out of ten experience at a Chive TV bar. Yeah, 
Okay. All right. Name one club in Vegas that plays Chive TV. <laughs> I feel like you don't even need TVs in bars. If you have a good bar, why do you need a TV? I think you only will need it if you are, one, using it as like a a, a peripheral for the DJ, uh, for visuals. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Or two, if it also functions as a restaurant and you're trying to bring people in to watch sports like we try to do all the time when there's a sporting <laughs> event, but there's never anywhere to watch TVs because no one ever has anything yeah. good on the television. That's my rant. Yeah, it's true. It's like, but... If you're going to be a sports bar, just play sports. And if you only have two TVs because you're not a sports bar, I know there are two channels besides Chive TV that have something entertaining. On. So, folks, I think the, the you know what I would I would rather I would rather go to a restaurant and see like a movie on silent and just like like a famous movie like you're watching mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction and yeah. it's just silent. Yeah, I, I've just seen TV. that with like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and it's so entertaining. I don't know why. You, it's just so captivating. It's like when we walked into the Theodore and they were playing WWF. Yes. It's silent wrestling. Yeah. But it was really entertaining. Exactly. So, folks, I think the, the lesson here is similar with all the – a lot of crossover here with all of our conversations that we've had today. Pick a lane. Yeah. Pick a lane. Whether it's traffic, whether it's your building wow. a bar, pick a lane. Wow. Ooh. Oh, man. It's kind of cold in here. Don't you agree? Yeah, kind of. I guess that means it's time for Cooler Talk. Cooler Talk. <laughs> All right, on this episode of Cooler Talk. That was an unplanned bit. Yeah, that was unbelievable. I can't believe we just did that. Um, takes, ben, do you want to drink first or do you want me to drink first? Um, uh, you drink first. I went right. last time. So, folks, uh, this week, uh, if, you don't, if you didn't listen to last week's, then you're fake. Um, but if you did, then you should know that uh, what we do on Cooler Talk is Ben and I each go to the store, any store, whatever store it could be. Could it's be, Sprouts. It's, it's Sprouts. <laughs> um, and we go and buy each other a fun or and or cool drink. Uh, could be tasty, could be not. And we do a live review on the podcast. So tonight, Ben has brought to me a flow, which is alkaline spring water. It is an organic blackberry and hibiscus flavored water. And I know the question you're all thinking is, why flow? Well, luckily, the box answers it for you. And it says it's sourced from their, and I'm going to butcher this word, and everyone's going to make fun of me for it, artesian. Artesian? Artesian? Artesian. Yeah, someone made fun of me for artesian? saying artesian. Someone made fun of me for know. saying artesian the other day. You know who you are. Um, spring. Flow naturally collects electrolytes and essential minerals, giving it an alkaline pH of... What do you think the pH is? It's like 6.4. It's an 8.1. That's pretty good. And that's what gives it its smooth, delicious taste. It's deliciously drinkable, according to the box. Wow. Zero calories, no guilt, a little bit of calcium. You're going to have some strong bones. Let's go, dude. So, here's... All right, well, that wasn't very loud, so... (laughs) Smell... Very herbal, very, uh, very. Does it smell like electrolytes? It smells like elect. It smells like a. It smells like a whole berry farm. I'm not gonna. It actually smells like a pie a little bit. So I'm getting pretty jazzed up about this. <laughs> smell, smell test is there. Pleasant to smell. This is your dessert for the year, <laughs> Mr. Salad? Flavor. So it's a little more subtle of flavor than I thought. Okay. It's it's kind of, it's this this tastes like you, you went to go get your haircut somewhere that's trying to be nicer than Grey Clips and they put one slice of orange in a big bucket of water to try and essence <laughs> it and make it look fancier than it is. Supercuts. It's good. It's <laughs> this is a step above Supercuts water. I love it. it. That's kind of disappointing. I thought it was gonna be a banger. 
it's a very mild flavor. It's it's not bad though. It's good. I, I think the the blackberry and hibiscus is a great combination. Okay. I would like it to be a little stronger of a flavor. And based on that, I'm gonna give it a six three out of ten. I love it. Six three What is it what was it, Izzy? That was like six five. You're hard to please. I am. Well no, I no, I feel like I gave Izzy a better, better All right, score. Maybe, maybe. Comment down below what I actually <laughs> gave it last episode. <laughs> Leave a review. Send me a text. Someone just <laughs> chat me up or something. Okay, I love it. I'm gonna try that in a sec. <clears throat> uh, so Dan, Dan texted me. Hold on, Dan texted me. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. If you didn't tune in for Cooler Talk last week, you should. It's an experience and a half. Dan texted me at one twelve. I got you something that will actually taste good this week. <laughs> at least I think it will. <laughs> Yeah, so, I didn't want to guarantee anything because last week was horrendous. He's looking but. for redemption. All right, so he got me a whale, bir- whale bird kombucha. It's because you're chubby. <laughs> Dude. Okay. <laughs> um, so what's cool about this is that the whale bird is a whale with wings on the can. Is that, do you think, where they get it's, This is hard to describe. <laughs> this is not a good medium. <laughs> do you think they drew the whale first, or they came up with the name first? Dude, definitely came up with the name. Okay. Uh, lavender Lemonade. Mm-mm. Live Culture. Tea and Botanical Infused. Wait, what? You forgot to mention the kombucha part. Oh, yeah. No, didn't I say that? Railbird Kombucha. There it is. Small kombucha batch, apparently. It's craft. Live culture, tea, and bo- botanical infused probiotic. Oh, it's good for my stomach. Bro, this does have caffeine in it. How much, though? 30 million. Oh, my Dude, gosh. Dude, we'll be up forever. Stop what you're doing and give someone a high five. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> uh, probiotic, raw, gluten-free, plant-based. Hi, this is Mike and Jake. We like beach games, couch surfing. Okay, I'm over that. So they're homeless? <laughs> yeah, wait. Okay. Ready? Ooh. Cooler dog. Ah, oh, no. There's a lot of tongue flying around right now. <laughs> it's solid. It's really tart. Really oh. tart. Okay. I want I want you to get five sips into it before. Because it's like, it's like drinking I a guess sour beer. That's true. The first ones are like, wowza. And then after that, you're kind of used to it. And you're like, yeah, I can really just taste the distinct flavors in this kombucha. See, the first thing I thought of, weirdly, is how uh, when people who are starving, you can't give them a ton of food first because their body will reject it and throw it up. So you have to give them slow amounts over time. So are you saying because you eat just three slices of turkey between two pieces of bread, you're not used to this much flavor? <laughs> Boom! Full circle. Yep. Alert. All right, you're right. It's good. All right, should we swap? That's right. dank. That is danky. Or right, I need to rate it. What? I need to rate it. Rank it. Rate it. Oh yeah, give it a rating. Uh, you need another sip? No. I do. I believe the other one was in the low twos, so anything can be an improvement <laughs> from that. Seven, eight. Ooh. Okay. okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I like this water a lot. I'm 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 right behind you. I'm gonna say seven six. 
All right. Hard this, to is, this is an elite drink. I like this water. But I definitely get your description. Yeah, it's, it's pretty faint. I, I'm, I'm a man of strong flavor. Like, when I buy a pack of gum, I have to have, like, three sticks at a time because just to feel something. I think I prefer uh, flavored still water to flavored sparkling water. Hot take. Interesting. Well, now we know. Thank you for tuning in to Cooler Talk. Ben, some of the most intimidating moments in my life. Uh, one of them was interviewing to get into business school. Uh, two was interviewing to get the internship that led to the job I currently have now. And three is every time I walk into a Home Depot. Okay. I think um, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so this last weekend, I had to replace the water filter in my refrigerator because it started tasting like chemicals. So, oh, well, not chemicals. It was just really bitter. It, it wasn't good. Um, it was time. So I did my research, went to Home Depot, and every time I go... I think about what I'm going to wear going to Home Depot more than what I think about before I'm going to like a bar. Why? I, as soon as I walk through that threshold, as soon as I walk out of my, as soon as my car enters the parking lot, I feel like I'm being judged. I feel like mm, immediately that pe- is people are looking at I me see. in my 2017 Jetta and they're like, this guy's an idiot. I thought you were saying like wood chips flying around. Oh, no. <laughs> Gotta have your car hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of it. So, did you wear your car t-shirt? No, I did not. No. No, I did not. See, and that's part of it. I feel like if I walk into Home Depot, one of the three places in the world that sells Carhartt t-shirts, like it retail. Like for like actual work. But yeah, that's the thing. People wear it for actual work wear. What the? Yeah, a crazy concept. I don't understand. One, I don't understand why more people don't wear Carhartt. It is cheap. It is, for a me at least. So I get why a lot of people wear Carhartt. <laughs> it's cheap, it fits really well, and they have like 18 different colors. It's true. It's the perfect simple t-shirt. It's true. But I feel they like jackets. there's... They have, I have and jeans. I have a Carhartt jacket. Oh. Um, oh. I don't have the jeans yet, though. I gotta I, see that bad boy. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Um, But I feel like when I walk in there wearing Carhartt to Home Depot, mm-hmm. to the place of origin, people look at me and they're like, yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. This guy's a poser. Yeah, it's like wearing yeah, it's, it's like true. wearing an NBA jersey to an LA Fitness pickup game. Ugh. Who do you think you are wearing an yeah. Akeem Olajuwon jersey when you're five foot four <laughs> from the suburbs of Houston? <laughs> yeah, it's true. At least it's in the same ballpark. Not to confuse my sports, but uh, yeah, if you're wearing like uh, a suit jacket to Home Depot, it's like two different worlds. It's and there is. Every, you have every right to collide those worlds. You know, anyone yeah. can do any kind of woodworking yeah. and anyone that does that's into woodworking can do anything. But there's <laughs> still the feeling where I can't look like I've dressed up to go anywhere besides to go yeah. take my donkey into the fields and build a barn. You know, As it was, one does. I literally had to change my shirt before I went because I was like, this, I don't feel right. This feels wrong. I feel weird walking. <laughs> What'd you wear? What'd you wear? I wore like an old U of A, like my old U of A uh, t-shirt, the white one uh-huh. with like the kind of gray box in front of it that okay. I've had since my fresh that I bought for myself as a treat my freshman year of college, <laughs> and that I've worn every year has it's like gotten sweaty and gross. And then I wore just like some black Dockers shorts, like just simple. They've mm-hmm. been worn, they have a little like bleach stain on them, so they look a little worn in. Yep. Um, and then just like my beat up Converse. 
think that works. I think it worked. It worked that really. Works. I think it worked really well. <laughs> um, I changed out of my Patagonia because they felt too. Ooh. They didn't. It just didn't feel right. That would be. I bad. even. I even feel. I feel wrong wearing tortoiseshell glasses walking in there. Oh my. Okay, that's a little too. I long. think I'm just self conscious, but yeah, I think there's a huge social dynamic going on in Home Depot, and as soon as you walk in, you can tell who knows what they're doing and who doesn't. Oh, immediately. And it just creates such division. And I feel like. 85% of the people in there know what they're doing. Exactly. And that's the biggest yeah. issue. So the 15% stand out that I, much more. The, the population inside of Home Depot is like 70-30. 70% could be wearing the apron. 30% is never touched a hammer. Never. And that's one of the reasons I don't love going to Home Depot, even though it smells really good. It's it's unfortunate, though. And it's, it's not fair because I'd hammered some nails... <laughs> I know how to change a tire. Sure. I know how to do, like, the simple stuff. Yeah. I, have a, I have a toolbox. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. I put together an Ikea bed sure. before. Once. It squeaks all the time. May not have done it right. But, you know, I did it. Yeah. So, it's like, I'm not that far removed from <laughs> Bob the Builder. <laughs> but, see, I think the difference. Seven dip- degrees from Bob the Builder. <laughs> I, I i think the <laughs> oh boy um i think the difference between bob the builder and the experienced people in home depot is a closer gap than us to the experienced people at home depot yeah i sucks. think that's it's it's like the great brian scalabrini said he said i'm closer to lebron james than you are to me <laughs> so that's true which that's is fact. a sad but it's even like the, the customers feel like they know what they're doing which is ill-advised frequently. <laughs> like, I have been that customer. That you know what you're doing? No, I think I know what I'm doing. Oh. I tr- like I overcompensate confidence because I don't want to look like an idiot that's never touched <laughs> yeah. a drill before. Like, I don't want them to know that the only drill I own was 30 bucks from Ikea. <laughs> yeah. I think I was there with you when you bought that. I was like, do you really want that? Eh, whatever. Um, that's my Home Depot talk. I don't know. You. Yeah. That's that's my spiel. Home Depot. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we don't really have a segue into this next. You know what? Something you can buy at Home Depot is a nice big bag of Lay's. Oh, I do enjoy me some good chip <laughs> okay. brews. Actually, one final thing. I love how... <laughs> Wood chips, potato chips? I... Sorry. No. I've always loved how Home Depot ran... Ever since I was a kid, the one thing I could look forward to... At Home Depot was like they always have a cooler full of the best ice creams. You know what I'm saying? They have like those strawberry shortcake bars, and they have the Klondikes, and they have uh, all the others. I, I, it's so random. It's like it's, it's like a plant. <laughs> like it's like the to, simulation broke a little bit. You and I did not go to the same. And they have it at every Home Depot. I swear. Was I just that depraved as a child? Yeah, I, I think wasn't so. Allowed to have the ice cream. <laughs> okay, back to Lay's. Back to Lay's. Okay, <laughs> this is your idea. I know. I'm trying to find the link. So, um, a big debate that I've had recently, probably in the last few weeks, is so I like to, I like to talk food a lot. Big big hobby of mine. I like to yeah. talk about you know what do you think is a sandwich, what you don't think is a sandwich. <laughs> what what's better than the other thing? Today we're talking about Lay's potato chips. What a quirky quality. I know I'm I'm fun and different. You also like more. the hobbits. You do like the hobbits. I also like hiking and coffee. Um, so where was I even? Going? Oh yeah, so 
one debate that I that even Ben and I have had privately is on the merits of certain flavors of Lay's potato chip. Yep. So for those of you that don't know, um, there's something called a tier list where there's S tier, which is superior, supreme, whatever you want to call it. Is that actually what it stands for? I think so. Oh, okay. And then there's A, B, all the way down to like your, your normal. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all the way like through the whole like normal grading scale that you would see in school. So Ben and I are here to do a live discussion of creating our, we're looking at the same tier list right now. We're going to do a quick run through of this and you, it is your job to roast us in some <laughs> medium besides a comment section. So let's just start with. The original. We, well, do you want to? Well, I guess we shouldn't just think about this in silence. No, for like five minutes. No, we should. I think share. I think we just we just we just do it off the rip. Okay. So here's here's the first flavor. It's the classic Lay's. Okay. Merits salty, delicious, consistent. Failings, not a whole lot going on. It kind of starts burning your tongue after you have more than like five. I need to make sure this has a certain one. I know which one you're thinking. It doesn't. It, oh. Okay. All right. S. Really? I mean, sorry. Lays. I was going to make a joke. S stands for salty. S. Fuck. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Lays is A. You think it's A? It's A for me. I might put a B tier. Lays. Can't spell Lays without A. B tier? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Barbecue. Barbecue. Okay. S. I'm. Yeah. I, I don't even think we need to no talk about it. That. I don't think we need to put much past that. I will house a family bag yeah. of those. They're, they're amazing. No doubt. Cheddar, Cheddar and sour, sour cream. cream. B. Maybe C. Okay, if this was <laughs> Ruffles, I would put it A. Because it's not, I'm that's putting fair. it C tier. That's fair. It's accurate. It is not. A, it, they just don't do it the same as Ruffles. And that's that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> sour cream and onion, B. A. Oof. I think they're gross. I had them recently. Maybe like a year ago. Okay, I, I can agree with putting a B next to the classics. One or two, is, they're great. And then you have like six, and you're like, these are disgusting. Yeah, it's fair. Okay. What is this one? Dill pickle? Flamin' Hot? Oh, this one. Yeah, Flamin' Hot. I've never had Flamin' Hot Lay's, so we're not going to rate them. Okay. Dill pickle, I'm putting them in D tier because I hate them. Okay. <laughs> I haven't had them in a while. I think I didn't. I did, so I just... Full, they full don't disclaimer. have a few. Oh, I'm, yeah, a, I'm a pickle hater. Okay. Um. So... I don't like them to start. That's that's my that's that's all. I'm Honey barbecue. I haven't had these. I had them one time at like a friend's birthday party. Are they good? They were fine. They are not comparable to the Fritos twisty I ones. Say. I will happily put them at C tier next to the cheddar and sour cream. Okay. Salt and Vinnies. I might put it A tier. I love salt and vinegar chips. I don't I th- like these that much. I'm I think. Be. All right, I'm 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 sticking A tier. I think that someone has to make a stand, and I'm going to be that man. Sweet Southern Heat Barbecue. Haven't had these. Yeah, that's brand new. <laughs> cool. First one's so trendy. Yeah, they forgot one of the greatest ones, which I'll get to. No, they're at the end. No, I know, I know what you think I'm talking about. Okay. And the goat limon S tier B. <laughs> okay, I'll, con- and I'll concede B. <clears throat> the ones they don't have. Which are my third S, are lightly salted oh Lay's. Oh my God. Incredible, dude. Lay's, normal Lay's are too salty. They're too salty. I mean, they're still great, but that's what keeps them from S. Too much salt. All right. That's mine. I'm just, I'm going to let you have that opinion. 
I'm trying to think <laughs> if there's any other lays that I think they missed, but they, I mean, they really hit on all the big ones. So I think they did. Yeah, I'm pretty satisfied with that recap. Barbecue RS tier, and everyone else doesn't matter. False. <laughs> all right, it's another episode of the Standing Desk Podcast where we are definitely standing. <laughs>